Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Rhodes and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. Hey everybody, welcome to the Title IX Podcast on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm Steph Copley, joined by my beautiful co-host, Elisa Woods. Hey, Elisa. Hey. How are up? you? I'm distracted. How are you? Why are you distracted? I don't know. I feel like... We're not even 10 seconds in. I know, but... Don't you feel like this week is just building up to an entire week off? Are you taking the week off next I'm, week for 4th of July? I'm not taking the whole week off. I'm taking Monday off. So it'll be a long weekend, which I'm very okay. much looking forward to. How about you? Um, I don't know. I have some stuff going on. Hold on. my I'm so distracted today. <laughs> my... um, Okay. My computer no, she- was saying the... There was an X over the battery, but oh, I just unplugged bad. it and plugged it back in. Also, when I plugged in, I am so distracted. When I plugged in um, my microphone, it said that it malfunctioned. So I had to replug it in. And then my it wasn't picking up my microphone. It was picking up the microphone on my headset. We That's were just right. a mess. But anyways, I don't know what days I'm taking off. I'm teaching a class in Ames on the 6th. So I can't take like the whole week off, but right. I've been kind of hustling. And so I kind of have the luxury to sort of take it easy next week. But I, did, I just feel like people won't be in the office. People That's won't true. Be communicating. Yes. You'll get half of the people taking the first half and half the people taking the second. half. No, you know what's going to happen. So Friday at like five o'clock, everyone w- is going to send their last email that says, hey, when you get a minute, could you look at this? <laughs> and you have that moment where you're like. Oh no. And then yeah. like, you know what? Forget it. <laughs> yeah. I and don't have everyone's minute. off. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So hopefully you guys are still with us. Maybe listening to this um as you drive to some fourth of July barbecue location. Or on a yeah. boat. Yeah. Blast lake. it on your boat speaker and let the entire lake hear yes. our luxurious I'm voices. Thinking, I'm thinking like you're on your way to the lake house. Lucky you. Can we be friends? Um, and you're just listening on your way. The kids are listening in the back. I'll keep it clean for the kids. No, you won't. (laughs) Wow. I don't have anything salacious to talk about. Good word. Points to you. you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you all. Well, this will be a fun one. We, of course, are fueled by Cody Road here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network and sponsored by our friends at the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. Uh, We are going to talk a lot about the U.S. Women's National Team roster that was announced last week. 
Elisa has some updates um, on our friend Omaha Future Cyclone, who is now playing for Team USA. Is it the U18 team? Lisa U19 yes okay um we have some fun updates with the WNBA who celebrated its 26th anniversary last week and just um some of our normal shout outs that we'll get to at the end of the podcast but Elisa I just wanted to tell you that we are finally done with children activities for the summer as (laughs) of Saturday and I feel this big sense of (sighs) ah Yeah, (laughs) it's uh, I know a lot of you listening are parents. A lot of you probably have older kids. Some of you might have younger kids. But let me tell you, age like what, six, five, six, seven, things really pick up. And uh, I'm tired. I saw the girls dance outfits. They looked very cute. Yeah, they it was a good day. It was a good day. Dance recital is done. I know Rosa finished her dance recital. Mm-hmm. It's uh yeah, it's been a stretch, but we're here. We're alive. <laughs> and softball, T-ball, all that stuff is done. All that's done for now and then we'll pick that back up in the fall for Corey and then spring again for Nora, so. Awesome. Woo! And just in time for the World Cup to start, which as <laughs> we've mentioned a couple of times is in Australia and New Zealand, so the times uh the the start times for the games are a little rough, but it's okay <laughs> because I don't have any more kid activities, so yeah. it's time to party. Okay, get me up to date. What okay. are the games? Who's on the team? All right. Tell me it's everything. It's going to be fun. I'm so excited to talk yes, about it. Yes, I'm excited Let's too. Let's start, start from the very beginning. Yes. Okay, so last week they they tell us the night before, hey, we're going to drop the roster tomorrow. And they do this amazing announcement where they have these celebrities reading off all the names. And included in those celebrities are Taylor Swift and the President of the United States. And honestly, I think Taylor Swift might be a cooler person to read your name. <laughs> so... Yeah. Um, and then they did this um they did this thing on Twitter where they showed Coach V calling all of the athletes and actually making the announcement to them on FaceTime. And there's players on there who clearly know they're gonna make the squad, but they still break down in tears when he says it out loud. Aww. And I just think that goes to show you how much work and dedication these women's these women put into I mean, this is their life right now. They are this is all they want to do. And I just, um, if you haven't seen that yet, go to the U.S. Women's National Team's Twitter feed and you can see it. It was sponsored by at and It's just really well done. And it's very emotional. And you just, uh, you get all the feels from it. But essentially, no real surprises for the roster. But Becky Sauerbrunn, who was the longtime U.S. Women's National Team captain, announced just a couple of days before the roster dropped that she's going to miss the the World Cup with a lingering foot injury. Huge bummer. She had just returned um, in early June to play for the Thorns for the first time. And she played like half of a half. Um, But she said she was in a decent amount of pain still. And I think she just came to the realization that I can't do this. I can't do this for myself. And I can't do this to my teammates because I'm not going to be at full strength. Um, She went on the Snacks podcast. That's the Just Women's Sports um, Soccer podcast. And she was very raw and real about how tough that decision was and how frustrated she was that she didn't get to kind of enjoy that decision and privacy for a few days just to kind of process it. So that's a good podcast to listen to if, if you haven't, but um, so she's not on the team, Alex Morgan, Megan Rapino, Kelly O'Hara, very common names, all of <laughs> whom have made their fourth world cup, which is just wow. insane. When you think about all of the years and training and just the hours of body trauma that they go yeah. through to get ready for it. So those are the names that we all know. 
um, goalkeeper, Alyssa Naher and midfielder, midfielder Julie Ertz, who's again, another common name. This is their third World Cup. But the cool story is that 14 players will be competing in their first ever World Cup. With, wow. And you compare that to 2019, where there were 11 um, rookies to the World Cup, and 2015, where there were eight. But the cool thing compared to 2015 and 2019 is that a lot of these rookies are expected to be starters. So this is a fairly young team. You've got um, Sophia Smith, Trinity Rodman, for the first time making the world on the international world cup stage, um, Alyssa Thompson, who we've talked about on the podcast a lot, she's 18 and she's the youngest on the team since 1995. And I just mentioned, so Sophia Smith, she's 21, but she is on absolute fire right now. She's the youngest player in the national women's soccer league to score 30 goals. And she already has a couple of hat tricks this year. So she's only the third player in National Women's Soccer League history to have multiple hat tricks in a season. And the season's not even halfway over yet. So there are some really cool names on this roster. Sophia Smith is probably my second favorite after Megan Rapino, And then Trinity Rodman is just a blast to watch. She's got an attitude and a fire to her that I think fans are really going to appreciate. So I think this is a really healthy mix of some really exciting newcomers, but also you have the the age and maturity and experience of people like Megan Rapinoe and Julie Ertz who can say, we've been here, we've done this, let us show you the ropes. So I, my excitement level is uh, through the roof right now. And I just, uh, I can't wait. I, it's going to be tough. The games are at eight, the two, the two uh, initial games are at eight o'clock. So we play our first game on July 22nd against Vietnam and New Zealand. It's an 8 p.m. start time. That's followed by probably our biggest game um, since the last World Cup, which is a rematch against the 2019 finalist in the Netherlands. That's July 26th at 8 p.m. as well. And then we jump to August 1st where we have a 2, 2 a.m. That's right, 2 a.m. start time against Portugal. So it's going to be some late nights, but worth it. And there's, okay. some, there's some moms on the team. Julie Ernst oh. had a 10 month old. She has a 10 month old, so, which I just like can't even imagine. Yeah. And then Crystal Dunn um, has a 13 month old. There's some other okay. moms too, but those are the babies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have a couple questions. Sure. So Trinity Rodman, yes. Dennis Rodman's daughter. That is correct. Who she doesn't have a great relationship with him. She didn't yes. grow up with him in, in her home. Sure. Like, she didn't know yes. him well growing up. Um, I think that they've, kind of reconciled had conversations been in, in each other's lives as of late but not still not that like father-daughter relationship yeah. just something to note like crazy family genes there obviously i know and i i i'm guilty of this but i remember when she was first coming up and it was like rodman is that <laughs> oh it is and then so in my head i'd always associate the two but i kind of have gotten away from that because she's creating a name in her own right and good for yeah. her yeah yeah Definitely. Yeah. And then I, jeans. I think that it was Sophie that I saw in a picture when she was younger with Abby. Wong. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, Abby um, tweeted at her like, now let's yeah. go get, let's So, go and I don't World know Cup. when that picture was taken, but there's a picture of Sophia Smith and like as a child, probably mm -hmm. an eight or nine year old with Abby. Oh, young Abby Wambach. Yeah. And Sophia Smith grew up watching Abby and idolizing Abby. And now they're, you know, they're both 
elite athletes and yeah i think they have a good relationship but it was cool to see abby cheering her on via twitter yeah and seeing hearing that like there's going to be so many starters that are this is their first time think about what it's going to be like the next three i know four years i know this team that's going to be wild and it's going to be these players that we really get to know we're going to watch women's soccer like it's been We've known a lot of these names, but think about knowing like a dozen names. You know what that's I mean? exactly it. It's like we are catching the wave at the beginning, like the wave mm-hmm. of the Megan Rapino years is on its way out. And this new wave of athletes is starting. And I, I'm so excited. It's, I think, um, that popularity that we saw in the last world cup and all of the publicity that came with the, um, equal pay and the movement. I just think, um, you know, that kind of gradually and naturally phased out. Mm-hmm. And I think we're about to see it all snowball again. And I also love to hear that their, their, uh, roster announcement video was sponsored by AT&T <laughs> because you saw it everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it was sponsored. They didn't have to have it sponsored. It yeah. could have just been something that they put out on social media. It definitely went viral. Oh, for, for sure. Uh, went viral. With all intents and purposes went viral. And so that's just another instance where we've seen like AT&T got their money's worth. AT&T yeah. invested in women and yes. it paid off for them. Yeah. And so. it, it, you're absolutely right about that. They could have done that on their own, but that yeah. was a bold and brilliant move. AT&T. Yep. Very smart. So yeah. Um, make sure you get, get yourselves ready, order all your gear. My Jersey should be landing on my doorstep <laughs> um, within the next couple of hours today, actually. Yes. So yeah, I'm, so I'm pumped and ready. Photos. That's right. That's right. So yeah, you have time to familiarize yourself. Um, and there's a ton of content on the U S women's national team, Twitter feed in terms of who these players are. They've got a ton of uh, statistics and I don't know. I I think it's more fun to go into the world cup knowing who you're cheering for. So Mm -hmm. you got about a month to do it. I like it. Um, just quickly wrapping up the soccer discussion. So we still have the national women's soccer league, going on concurrently at the same time, which is such a weird, yeah. but it happens. It it happens. So they're going to continue without their stars. um, And that's not just United States stars. That's worldwide international stars as well. So Dabinia, Mm -hmm. who plays for the Kansas city current will likely be playing for the Brazilian team. She scored 40 goals, her 40th goal over the weekend. So she's now the first Brazilian and the fourth international player to 40 goals in the national women's soccer league. Um, And then we had a record-breaking weekend for viewership. There were about 500,000 viewers last week on CBS in a regular season match between Angel City and San Diego. That's the second most viewed National Women's Soccer League game ever. And again, if you put it on a accessible network, people watch. Yep. The end. All right, I'm done with soccer. Tell us about Omaha. Okay. Um, and I also, we didn't talk about this before, but I just remembered something else. So I'll bring it up after we talk about Omaha. So, um, Iowa State <laughs> Will fresh- you remember actually? Nope. I probably won't. Yeah, <laughs> I, I pulled it up my, on my phone, so I won't. I'll forget. help you. I'll help okay. you. Um, so Iowa State freshman, incoming freshman, Omaha, Bill Yu, and he has been playing on the USA basketball under 19 team. Um, they've been playing in pool play in the FIBA under 19 world cup. So very similar to like the way that the FIFA world cup has the pool play. Um, if you make it out of pool play, then you 
go into kind of the next the round play. the bracket play yeah so they team usa went three and oh in pool play i think that he started two yeah he so he started two of the three games um and his last game had eight points two rebounds two steals two block shots played about like half the game um maybe those are good numbers for yeah. limited minutes yeah definitely hit a three um three or four free throws love to see that um from a big guy they're gonna <laughs> or just anyone <laughs> yeah honestly from anyone please hit your free throws so they're gonna play china on wednesday so today is tuesday tomorrow wednesday uh for the first round of bracket play at 8 a.m and Oof. china china so maybe it's not exactly the way that the world cup is because it says china was zero and three in pool play so maybe just everyone comes out of pool play it, the pool it, play maybe? just yep seeds so um i almost just said iowa state so the u.s <laughs> got one of the top seeds and then obviously okay. china probably one of the lower seeds but- i will admit to you that i haven't followed this very closely but i have seen non-Iowa State so just like national talking heads tweeting about Omaha and that makes me very excited to get to basketball season yeah I see a lot of that retweeted in I think that he's a great player I think this under 19 team I think is also the team um that Halliburton played on oh cool for a while as well so um when he was that age yeah, these um these USA teams are fun, especially when you get an Iowa State because Ashley Jones played in that three on three tournament a couple of summers ago, and it's just yeah. kind of a fun way to stay engaged with our with our guys and and women um in the off season. So good for them, yeah. and it's more. I mean, we saw Ashley really step up her perimeter game during that three on three tournament, and then that mm-hmm. translated significantly to the season. So it's more yeah. reps, it's more opportunity to get get on the floor. So good for Omaha. And I did just pull this up. So Halliburton did play in the under 19 FIBA World Cup four years ago. Uh, and it says that he's going to play on Team USA in the FIBA World Cup regular. regular the, the reg. FIBA, the reg. But he did indeed play. Um, and that team won the gold medal four years ago. So, And he's kind of a star now. So maybe this is he's, the uh, prediction for things to come. Yep. Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. Okay, tell us about the thing that you wrote okay. down on your phone that you so would forget. I, Look, we I, didn't forget. I'm so proud we of didn't us. Forget, friends. Um, it's not. It doesn't recognize my face. Uh, Sammy, <laughs> Slammy, Sammy Williams. Call yeah, she called her Slammy. Yeah, she's she's playing for the Oklahoma City Spark, a professional so, softball. Yes, is team. that the um, athlete from Limited? Team. I don't know if it is. Okay. So it's See, the Oklahoma City Spark, and I, I don't, I haven't seen anything about Athletes Unlimited with it, but I don't know how all of that works. Powered by Driving Force Sports. So is this a new league? It might be. Well, this is kind of fun. Yeah. And I've been following them on socials, and she's been popping up a little bit. So okay put that on your radar yeah this is something new we need to keep our eyes on yeah i it's a little bit surprising and this is probably something that's going to i say this now and then it'll pop up because that's just the way things work but it's a little bit surprising women's softball hasn't like some professional league hasn't taken off yeah it's yeah it's so entertaining 
It is. And with baseball being like such a huge sport in America for so long, it's, it is just surprising. Even it's honestly, it's surprising to me that like a women's baseball Baseball? league hasn't picked up. That's interesting. Okay. Maybe that's to the detriment or softball is to the detriment of a professional. That could be um, women's, women's baseball, baseball team that could because be. women don't grow up playing baseball. All right. Well, this is interesting. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. I hadn't heard about that. Yes. All right. Well, we're proud of you, Slammy. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, we are. Okay. Should we um, take a quick break and then get to some other fun shout outs and stories or do you want, yes. is there any, okay. Oh, okay. All right. No. <laughs> I have something in the oven that needs to come out in two minutes, friends, the oh. life of a baker. Okay. Well, you actually, go- I think it, it can come out right now. Okay. You go do that. I will you tell um, us about the sponsors. I'll tell us, I'll tell our listeners about Hopewood and then oh, yeah. you come tell me how, whatever you put in the oven turned out. Okay, sounds good. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, we mentioned to you every mention her to you every single podcast, but her name is Hope Wood. She, of course, does her will in a day program where you can sit down in her office, get a will done, get it, everything taken care of in just a matter of hours. Check her out at hopewoodjd.com. Again, that's a will in a day program and use the code fanatic for $50 off. Hope is a law school classmate of mine, an incredible human, and a great cyclone. And those are the kind of people we love to support. So again, hopewoodjd.com. Lisa, are you back? back. What are you baking? Biscotti. (gasps) Ooh. I'm making 138 biscotti. Is biscotti plural and singular? Um, Or is it biscotti? I'm so glad that you asked because... (laughs) <laughs> when I'm talking about it in my mind, I call just one a biscuit. And I know that's not right. I know that's not a real thing. It's not, but that's just what I call Okay, it. but that's what I'm going to do from now on, too. So, so I'm always like, mm, one biscuit. One biscuit for biscuit. you. One biscuit for yes. me. <laughs> yes. So I call them biscuit. Um, biscotti. Yes. Biscotti. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's, I think it's just biscotti. I wish you'd call him Scotty instead of biscuit. <laughs> Bis- biscotti for me, Scotty for you. <laughs> hey, before we go into sports stuff, tell us how your cake turned out for that celebrity. The Mr. Good. Celebrity. Oh, yeah. Tell us everything. Yes. So his name is Diesel Dave. Uh, is that his uh, natural born name? Is that what's on his? <laughs> came out of the womb and that's was Diesel named Dave. Diesel Dave. Um, so he has a he has a Discovery Channel TV show, uh, where him and his brother, I they like make cars into monster trucks, and then they also like fix uh, like farm equipment and stuff oh, okay. that's been broken. And so sure. they'll go to people's farms and like fix their farm equipment. I saw one where uh, there was maybe either a tractor or a combine. Uh, I don't know what it was. It was something with the same sort of tire. Oh, gosh. You sound really, we both yeah. sound very intelligent about this. <laughs> the same sort of treads that like an excavator has. You okay. know how they kind of have like two wheels with treads that go all the way around both of them? Yeah. So anyways, it, it was something like sure. that. <laughs> we know a lot about excavators here in this family. Um, if you guys li- listen to Blippi, you know. If you know, you know. Um, 
So that had gotten dug, those treads had gotten dug really down deep into some mud. And so they came and helped them get that out. Got it. The mud. So they pimp my ride into <laughs> monster trucks. Yes. And they also repair equipment. Yes. From and what this I is understand. All, this is all on a TV show. What's the it's TV show It's all on a TV called? show. Diesel Brothers. Okay. So you did a cake for Diesel Brother Dave diesel brother dave um and he was working with pivot bio um sure. on a, a project and he was in town for kind of their big unveiling i think of their project and so pivot bio hired me to make a cake for him and they unveiled it it had so it had his el camino that he had made into a monster truck that he actually <laughs> rode on monster jam um, this so is he, so good. I know. I had that on the top as well as a little monster energy drink because he likes the peachy. That was my favorite monster part. energy drink. It was so cute. Um, and then the top was blue with white um, stars. So like the American flag. And then the middle was red and white stripes like the American flag. And then his like Diesel Brothers logo, which is a skull with a beard again thing. yes of course yep. and then the bottom was a just a big monster truck tire it was awesome if you haven't cool. seen it yet go to alisa's sift and sprinkle instagram page and check it out it was it was a good cake alisa that i was, was proud cool. of you i think i also put it on facebook if you're a facebooker perfect well i'm proud of you you did great Thanks. did Thanks. he share it to his millions of followers he sadly did not oh <laughs> i know damn it diesel dave i know it was it was really fun to make and i had very diesel high dave, debbie downer no you know elton john also didn't share it to his so i'm just waiting for the day when a celebrity shouts me out for making them a cake if you if you have a celebrity if you are you or know make, a celebrity <laughs> that you need to make a cake for i've made multiple celebrity cakes for our own steph copley that's right and she always shouts me out you're so. damn right i do that's because i'm proud of you you do good work Thanks. yes um is this is this the time then that we can talk about your running if we're shouting each other out yeah, but there's not I much to hear the update. There's not I much to shout hear. out. I just want to hear. So I am kind of winding down a little bit in the dog days of summer because it gets really hot and mm. I love the hot, but there's just not a, I, there's not a lot of races in the middle of July and August in Iowa because it's so hot. So I tend to dial it down a bit and I'm still running, but then pick it back up in the fall and, um, well, see how the matchy matchy outfits come around this year i just yes. you guys speaking of kids activities i don't know how i'm gonna be able to do that saturday mornings are for soccer mm. and i can't like i can only get up so early so i don't i don't know tbd so what do you do to kind of cross train during the summer so that you're still prepared um, to pick running back two up things again? I'm obsessed with my Peloton, like okay. obsessed. Love that damn thing. That was one of the best investments I've ever made in my life. I've heard that from almost everyone who's oh, ever bought one. I, I love it. Um, and then also our friend Brooke Johnson is teaching a dance uh, fitness class at Pulse Dance Fitness out in uh, by Jordan Creek. Mm -hmm. And it is so fun. It is hard and I'm not a dancer, but it's like 
hard in a good way that doesn't destroy your body you know yeah. like it's like 45 minutes of just movement constant movement and at the end of it i'm like wow i burned a lot of calories why don't i just do this every single day instead of running but it's yeah uh, it's fun. I, so give her a shout out because she's a great teacher, but that's a really cool studio. And honestly, all those studios who are doing, um, you know, like alternative things to the hardcore hit workouts, I am all in. It's so much fun. I actually met the owner of pulse at an event. Oh yeah. She's ago. super yeah. kind. She's really yeah. cool. She also is built like a ballerina. Yes. Like you can yeah. tell she's been doing some workouts, so it works. Yeah. And it works the, for somebody. And on top of it, that studio is like gorgeously designed. Yeah. I mean, you can tell that someone who has good taste designed it. So you walk in and you're like, That's well, fun. I'm in a beautiful space with upbeat people and I'm going to get a workout in. And it's just a, I walk out of there with a cheesy ass smile on my face every time. So yeah, so that's, do you, do you feel like that when you get back into running that, that it transfers over, it's just easy yeah. to pick back up again. I think it's it all about just keeping like up, you know, keeping up cardio and whether yeah. that's running or whether that's hit or, I mean, it all has its purpose. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think, and I feel I feel better now at 36 than I did at 26 because I'm not running all the time. Mm. So there's something to that too. Cool. Yeah. So there you go. There's my life update. I love it. I like that life update. And I think that people are interested in that. So. Well, there you have it. We have, I think we have some people who listen to this who are interested in fitness. Us? Oh, fit, oh, fit, not fit us. In this mouth. <laughs> Cookies. That's my fitness. How many cookies can I fit in this mouth? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> how, many bis- how many biscuit can I? Fit <laughs> how many biscottis? Yeah. Can I fit in this mouth? Oh boy. Well, I don't know how we got here, but anyway. <laughs> I, how, okay. You don't know how we got here, stuff. Just being with you. You, is know, how we got you here. know how we got here. It's you. It's you. It's, it's you. Us. It's us. It is us. Um, I mentioned this at the top of the pod, but the WNBA celebrated its 26th anniversary last week, June 21st, 1997. The first game between the Sparks and the Liberty, Leslie versus Lobo. I remember it so vividly. I remember those jerseys. I just, that whole era feels like magic. And it also feels like a hundred years ago because we were mm-hmm. kids, but yeah, 26 years strong. And now we have the likes of Aaliyah Boston, uh, Brianna Stewart. And we're just, kind of, I feel like we're turning over a new leaf and saying goodbye to some of those legends, which I think is probably necessary to be honest yeah. with you. But Aaliyah Boston earned her first career player of the week award last week. She's averaging Last week, she averaged 22 points and nine rebounds. So as expected, she is making a name for herself in the league. Brianna Stewart also continuing her reputation. She has 200 points, 100 rebounds, and 40 assists in the first 10 games of the season. She's the first player in the WNBA history to put up these kind of numbers. And the other other cool thing I wanted to mention about Stewie was that she showed up to their game the other day in a Brittany Griner jersey. And they're not teammates. And so just to see this we- league-wide continued mm. to support of Brittany Griner and everything that Brittany stands for is just one of the reasons that the WNBA is so badass. Do you feel like this is going in a different direction with That's the okay. WNBA? But do you feel like maybe it's because there are fewer people on the rosters, but there's less of a chance of 
being a flop than there really is in the NBA. Like there's just been a lot of players who they've said like, going to be great, going to be great. You know, one of the greatest in, um, you know, college basketball history. Okay. My theory is that you don't have a chance to be a flop because you get cut before the season starts and then you just like go into this like abyss, like you didn't exist, you know, like you, before you can either make or not make a name for yourself, you're gone. I I think that's why. There's just like, there's just no room for a flop really. Yeah. You're just gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's totally different from, and yeah, it's totally different. You see all these first round draft picks in WNBA who don't even make the squad and they just like, that's it. That's the end for them. Man, I wonder. This just makes me wonder how Victor Wambayama is. I know be. that man I've is been dying to say that name. Just I dying, can, Victor. That's what I call Wimbayama. him. He's a large, large man. I'm excited about him. Um, he gives me. He does body wise gives me like Anthony Davis nervous. Yeah, like just very thin. Um, obviously he'll put on some weight. But I mean, we say obviously when when Zion came into the league, we said obviously he'll drop weight, and he didn't. Yeah. Um. And in the same way that he's like blowing through tennis shoes, Wembayama is going to have kind of the, some of the same issues, just being so tall. And some people just, especially with NBA players, it seems like some people just don't put on weight. Like, yeah, Tyrese is a skinny guy. That's yeah, that's true. how he is. So it's it's interesting. I'm it's true. I uh. Yeah, he's just a his just presence in, next to large men <laughs> yeah. is shocking because he makes yeah. large men like former NBA stars look like little wimps. So yeah, yeah that'll be that'll be fun to see. Um, speaking of formal former NBA stars, did you see that Dwayne Wade is considering investing in the Chicago Sky? I did. Yeah, yeah. he uh, he is clearly interested. He, his quote, he spoke in the third person, which is never my favorite, but he said something to the effect of Dwayne yeah. Wade will make a decision when Dwayne Wade, when Dwayne Wade knows it's the right decision. So I was like, yeah. okay, okay. But I do appreciate him very much. Um, so that'll be interesting. There's been a kind of this push for celebrities and former athletes to invest in the WNBA and other women's sports. So that would be another face. I'm excited about it. Um, and and just, also the NBA news that we had was that the, um, I want to say it's Stockton, but the Kings uh, G League affiliate. Wait while I get there. Oh, okay. While you get there, I'll just mention. Yeah, it is the Stockton oh, yeah. Kings. Okay. You're good. Um, the, the G League's first ever female head coach and female GM duo. So... Um, they just hire, I think that their GM was promoted from within uh, to general manager. And then they hired uh, Lindsey Harding as the head coach of the Kings. So NBA G League has a uh, female head coach, female GM. And I do think a lot about like the Wolves team here. When I worked with the Wolves, they had some incredible like high level female execs, um, execs like Randy is one of my really, really good friends. And she has been there for years and she absolutely crushes it in so many different ways. So we locally, maybe we should see if we can have her on sometime. Yeah, that would be awesome. Just like locally, we have some really incredible female females dominating some men's sports here That's in town. That's the first duo like that, but I'm sure it won't be the last. Heck yeah. 
Um, Paige Beckers is very close to a full return, allegedly. She tore her ACL last season, if you recall, and um, that was after her tibial and meniscal tear in the same knee the season prior. And you just got to wonder. Gino said she's stronger than ever, fitter than ever, but I have this like sinking feeling that she's going to be one of those players who is perpetually injured. Yeah. It's we'll see. Tough. That's tough. And she has such... Like, she really like personally reminds me a lot of emily in that she's just so intense emily ryan yeah emily ryan yeah. she's just so intense that and she just wants to win when she's obsessed with basketball i just i want to just i don't know i want her to succeed i want I her to too. be who she can be i want her to stay healthy and she's a name in the game. You know, yeah. we always talk about how important it is to have big names and she's mm-hmm. one of them. She continually is on the list of, been. yeah, of big NIL earners, despite not having played in a couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. So she having her back is good for the women's game on top of yeah. everything else. Definitely. Um, and then lastly, in shout outs, the women's college world series, most outstanding player, Jordy ball from um, Oklahoma announced that she is transferring to Drum roll, please. Nebraska. Oh, Nebraska. Nebraska. She's just trying to get. She's from Papillion. (laughs) Who isn't? Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) She's from Papillion, uh, which is Mm. very close to Nebraska's campus. She had originally committed to Nebraska softball, but it's uh, it's interesting. She joins a Nebraska program that's never won a national title, and last joined, sorry, reached the College World Series in 2013. But here's the cool part. So the day following her announcement, the day after her announcement, Nebraska's athletic department took over 2,100 season ticket requests. And to give you perspective, before that, they had 365 total season ticket holders. So she is one of those names, you know, speaking of Paige Beckers in in the world of women's college or college softball, she is, she's that name. So good for her. And Oklahoma's staff was very gracious um, as she left and essentially said, we get it. She wants to play for her home crowd, her family. So kudos to them for handling it gracefully as well. (sighs) One last thing for you, Lisa. Do you have anything more? No, lay it on me. Last week marked the 51st anniversary of Title IX. The 37 words that... uh, Allowed us to be here. No person in the United States shall, on the basis of sex, be excluded from participation in, be denied the benefits of, or be subjected to discrimination under any education program or activity receiving federal financial assistance. Did you count those words or did you just know? I just know. I love that about you. Yeah. Before 1972, before its signing, no NCAA championships or scholarships for women's sports. Patsy Mink, the first woman of color elected to the house set out to change that by sponsoring title nine. And the rest is history. As they say, the rest is history. The rest is history. So there you go. It's our namesake. I love it. And frankly, it's given us a lot of, uh, a lot of things we enjoy. So I am eternally grateful for title nine and everything it represents. (laughs) It's also given us just the most random tweets from people (laughs) Do you want to explain that to our listeners? <laughs> so we just get these, t- we get in these tweet threads that are people angry about something. So people assume, because our handle is yeah. at Title Line Pod. So people assume that our podcast is about that law that I just read. And so we get like looped into these fights about Title Nine, And 
those poor people, if they listened, yeah, they'd be shocked. <laughs> they would be like, who are these two hooligans? These hooligans can't keep up with our academic discussion. Right. On Title IX. Yeah, that's exactly. It's like academic discussion, just very and about very specific like cases and situations and stuff, having nothing to do like very little to do with sports. Oftentimes, yeah. Because and remember, Title like, IX is not just about sports. Okay, yeah. so we yeah, that's the other part about it. It's oftentimes there's nothing. These threads that we're gonna have nothing to do with sports. You know, yeah. one time we should just read the thread, Elisa and like get super familiar with it and respond intelligently yeah <laughs> and then I watch our mentions go nuts. disagree <laughs> <laughs> or or we could link them to one of our christmas episodes <laughs> yes please let's do it just every time every time we get tagged in that people will retweet it and then everyone just respond to it and uh Maggie, Maggie S. Miller McGraw. What? Good times. All right. Well, go take care of your biscuits. Oh, six minutes. Yeah, oh, six good minutes timing. Left. Good timing. Should we just should we just carry this nope. out for the day? <laughs> no, I, I have dishes to do. <laughs> All right. Well, it's great to see your face. Mm, love you. Go Cyclones. Go State.